Warning, this podcast contains adult content, including frank descriptions of sex, and lots and lots of swear words. Enjoy. Peter gave three hard thrusts, and Ben's world shattered, the fire tornado inside him whirling through his lower belly, traveling like lightning up his channel. He threw his head back and it banged on the floor as orgasm took him, ripping his mouth from Peter's as he howled. Peter rode it with him, still pumping into his ass as Ben's hot fluid shot from his cock, painting Peter's stomach, some of it coating his own thighs, still pressed to his chest as Peter's strong arms. He shivered when he oh, felt hey, Peter... But I'm getting to the condom. The condom oh, okay. growing hot and full inside him. Oh, gross. We're done. We're done now. <laughs> We're done now. But you, I thought you liked condom parts. I do like condom parts, but I don't need them getting hot inside of people. Hot and full? Hot and full. Also, I hate when people use the phrase channel to describe <laughs> You were going to say fire tornado. <laughs> <laughs> no, that I totally get. Anyway. Anyway, let's do a podcast. Okay. Hi, I'm Neil. And I'm Claire. And this is Fuck, Mary Kill, Lit. Where we read two romance novels. A straight one and a queer one. And then we play Fuck, Mary Kill with the characters. Yes! Um, just so you know, spoilers. All the spoilers. We collect the spoilers and just throw them in your face. Yeah, absolutely. If you are the type of person who says, hashtag no spoilers, or hashtag spoilers are the worst, or hashtag spoilers and you die... Uh, this is not the podcast no, for you. No, no. Uh, read but the thing and Yeah, you, all you have to do is look up what books we're doing, read those books, and come back. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'll be happy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, today we read. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So here's the... Okay, so Seducing Professor Coyle by Darian Cox. Uh-huh. And so... Uh, this this is a thing about online publishing. Sometimes the names of the books change. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, so. I, I, so I found this book on a list, and uh-huh. it was Amour Toxique by Dory Lavelle. Uh-huh. That's not the name of the book anymore. No. The name of the book now is Dear Obsessed, a Dark Romance Thriller, Dirty Letters, Book One. Uh, yeah, when I went to buy this, because you sent me the, the link with, yeah. like, the other one, and it was, like, not available. And I was like, oh, why would he pick... Uh, he's usually really good about this, and he wouldn't, like, send me one that you couldn't buy the book. And then it was just, click this link, and it was like, okay, it was the same book. I was like, oh. Just a whole new name. <laughs> yeah, just uh, a new name. Sure, okay. Um, I do miss the ti- the whole title. A more Toxique. I know. And it, um... We'll get into it. I think there's... Like, I understand why she changed the title. I understand both the titles, but we'll get into it. Yeah. But first... Oh, so the theme was professors. Professors and their students. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully not super young students, because that's <laughs> gross. Like, I, like, I, I don't I can recognize need... how hard you worked for yes. this to be not problematic. Right. And how... I love you so much. You worked so hard. <laughs> I worked for that. so hard. You worked be- so hard. Because I was like, oh, professor student romance novels. Shelly Magoo is a college freshman. Next. <laughs> Nancy Palubarik is a college freshman. Next. It's all about the freshman. I don't need 
a 30-year-old and up professor and an 18-year-old having a romance. I don't want to read that book. No, I don't either. But, but before we get into it. What? Hey, Claire. Yes, Neil. What's got you hot and bothered? Oh, speaking of spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I love doing? What do you love doing? Looking up spoilers for things that are in popular culture right now. <laughs> but you know what I'm not going to do is spoil anything. What I am going to do is talk about how everybody should go watch Gay of Thrones. <laughs> I don't care where you are in the series. <laughs> I don't care if you haven't seen the last one. Go watch Gay of Thrones because it's one of my favorite things. And I... I was looking forward to Game of Thrones coming out because that meant Game of Thrones was coming back. <laughs> I've seen, I think, four episodes of Game of Thrones and zero episodes of Game of Thrones. <laughs> so my context for this show is all over the place to begin with. And now, as far as I know, the show is about Christina Aguilera and baby dragons going on a keto diet. And I, I don't know. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just one... <laughs> Jonathan Van Nesh is a national treasure, and I stand by that. We need to protect him Mm -hmm. (laughs) and put him in a bubble like the Pope. Oh my gosh, it's just left him so much. But he's like all of his pop culture references are on point, (laughs) and they are fast and furious, and it is hilarious. There's also like a genuine love for the show Mm -hmm. that you can feel exists there. Um, But it's just also. There's something also about the pop culture takedown where it's like so many people are so invested and they put so much of their lives into like following this money and time and their lives. And it's just lovely to see somebody who's like, I love this and I enjoy it. And I also don't have to take it seriously. And also I can still love it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and it's, it's, it's just nice. And it's just a nice way to like, enjoy the storyline really because i think um i enjoy some of game of thrones but honestly like it's too violent and rapey for me and too like sad all the time (laughs) (laughs) like i mean whatever like uh death gasm is gonna happen you know in the next game of thrones and like that's gonna weird everybody out who doesn't understand context clues because they weren't following the rest of the series like how could they make someone so die i'm like seriously i wasn't even watching this show and i knew that was gonna happen context clues americans context clues but anyway um yeah go watch that go on youtube and watch that okay Let's do it right now. I'm hot. I'm hot for that. What are you, hot and bothered? Okay. So there is a question that I would like to excise from our culture, from the English language. I don't want to hear these words in this order ever again. Oh, my God. They're words I say all the time, isn't it? No. I've never heard you say this. Oh, God. I'm going to say it now. How are you still single? Oh my god. I hate it so much. No, that's the worst. So I mentioned in a previous episode that I was going to weddings, a couple weddings this year, and I went to one recently. It was very lovely. Quick ceremony, long reception, after party, family I hadn't seen in a while. There was barbecue because it was in Texas. It was great. It was a lovely long weekend. I really enjoyed it. But in talking with the bride who's marrying into my family and then some of her friends, they're just like, oh my God, you're so great. How are you still single? They don't actually talk. Well, one of them actually talked like that. Most of them didn't talk like that. And it's just like, there's no positive answer to this question, right? There's no happy answer. Like, oh, what did you do over the weekend? It could go either way, but like, 
I won the lottery. That's a happy answer. Why are you still single? <laughs> First of all, it operates under the assumption that nobody wants to be single. So if you do want to be single, you're like, oh, I choose to. And then that's a whole conversation. Because people are like, but why? You're so great. Yeah, I am fucking great. I also want to be single right now. Like, get off my jock. Like, calm, because you have to you have to explain to, like, it's it's a foreign concept to a lot of people that somebody could want to be single either for a little bit or permanently. Right. So that's a whole thing. Or the other two answers are, I just got dumped. And then it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, why'd you fucking bring it up? And the last answer is, and this is my answer, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Clearly, like, if I knew why I were single and didn't want to be single, you think I'd be working on that. I don't know. I wait. It's there. There's no answer to that question that doesn't make for an awkward conversation afterwards. Yeah. So let's stop asking. Uh, I would also appreciate if I could caveat, not caveat, but if I could jump on that bandwagon Mm -hmm. and follow that with, "Why don't you have children?" Yeah. I would also like that one. Again, also. If you answer with like it's my choice to not have children, yeah, there's also you have this, to explain yourself, right? You have to explain why you've decided to never have children, mm-hmm. or it's like, oh, I do want them, but oh man, let me talk to you about our current medical system, all of how much expensive things are, ooh, lawyers and adoption agencies and uh, years of heartbreak. Do you want to go over that right now over this cocktail? Person I just met Person two I just, minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, because yeah. anybody else I know isn't going to ask me that question. <laughs> People who know me don't ask. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it just falls sort of under the umbrella of like, if somebody doesn't bring something up and you don't know them, don't bring it up. Yeah. Like I had something happen recently where somebody, I don't know, I was talking about my mom and it's like, oh yeah, my mom and I do this and we did a lot of explaining something and they're like oh what about your dad he's dead oh i'm sorry yeah i didn't mention a dad so like don't bring it up unless you want to have an awkward conversation with me right now yeah 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 i mean like i appreciate that everybody who's asking you that at the wedding really wanted to say and what they should have said was you're wonderful i'm having an Gaging and delightful experience mm-hmm. with you right now, and I want to make you feel special and loved. That's what you say, right? Or even, <laughs> or even. Oh, are you seeing anyone? No, I'm single. Oh, if if that's not your choice, I find that hard to believe because you're such a great person. Great, thanks. We can. <laughs> we don't need to talk about anything awkward. Person I just met, and we're both kind of drunk. So uh, <laughs> who knows when when either of us might start crying? Like. <laughs> Calm down. We might just cry for all kinds of reasons. All kinds of reasons. Let's make it a good one. My love life is not a good reason to cry, okay? Anyway, so that's what's got me hot and bothered. Anyway. Yeah. Goodness. So let's talk about some books. Let's talk about some books. Seducing Professor Coyle by Darian Cox. College senior Ben LeClaire has always been driven to perfection, so when a grade mix-up threatens to keep him from graduating, he confronts the problem head-on. When he meets with his handsome professor, he finds him to be arrogant and unyielding, and their argument leaves him furious. But during a chance social engagement over the weekend, he spies his teacher involved in a shocking display of debauchery. Suddenly, 
Ben's feelings for his teacher take an extreme turn, and now his inherent determination is channeled in a new direction. Seducing Professor Coyle. So that's what that says. That's this was surprisingly short. It was, <laughs> yeah. It also took all of my effort not to say an engagement over the weekend. I don't know. That's we- where I was. Anyway. <laughs> so Claire, <laughs> what's this book about? Oh my God. It's about this jackass named Ben, who's a <sighs> fucking jackass. He I've is I've rarely hated a main character as much as I've hated him because He's such a fucking prick. He's so selfish. Yes, and very entitled. Yeah. I'm an orphan. I deserve everything. Ah. Yeah. Oh, my God. God. Anyway. This kid. Okay, what? Okay. Also, I just have to point out, his last name is LeClaire. Like, you're in the fucking book again, Claire. Well, you get to be in a book soon, too. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Okay, so okay, so here's the thing. Ben is going to college, and he's like uh, he's like a latecomer student. Like he had a regular job for a while mm-hmm. after he uh, maybe graduated high school. I don't remember if he actually gra- he like got his a GRE and then left early or something. Anyway, but mm-hmm. there's a time period where he was just working, and he earned enough money to put himself through college. Mm-hmm. So he's one of those older students who's there, but he's still in his early twenties, yeah. mid to early twenties. Uh, it's his last semester. He's finally graduating. I don't remember what. Architecture, engineering, something. Something with computers. Right. Programming. He's got a G. Or was it architecture? I, it was I computers. Remember. It was computers. It was, it was computers. programming. Yeah. Okay. So um, he's got one of his GE classes that he apparently hasn't taken yet. That he waited that until is, the very last minute. Right. And it's a literature class that he is not happy about taking. It's one of those massive lecture classes where mm-hmm. there's a billion students in there. Which leads me to believe that he's the only senior in that class. Yeah. It's probably freshmen and sophomores yeah. who are like, oh, I need to get this GE out of the way because it's like bare minimum GE requirement. Yeah, and uh, because it's a bare minimum GE requirement, he has to take it to graduate. Yeah. And he has to pass it to graduate. And this is one of those hardcore professors that, you know, like, you know, really grades you, you know, like, you've only got so many assignments, and if you don't pass most of them, you're going to fail the class. Mm-hmm. Or So he's, Ben doesn't care about this class, has done the minimal work, and uh, fucks up on, on a test. Like, it's one of those, like, turn your test in at the Mm -hmm. end of the things. He doesn't get a grade. He's failing the class. He tries to talk to the professor and is like, can we work this out? Can we figure this out? I remember turning it in. You have a weird paper system. Instead of doing it on a computer, you probably lost it. And the professor Coyle is like, I didn't fucking lose it. I don't fucking lose any papers. You lost it and you're failing, and I'm not going to hear you to listen to a sob story. And Ben freaks the fuck out. Ugh. And, like, he, like, has he this screams hissy fit in the Jeez. office. And then he goes back to his apartment, and he's like, fine, I guess I'll look for it. Maybe I lost it. Yeah, they come to the, the compromise that if Ben can f- prove that he turned in the test, yeah. then he'll just get a pass on the right. test. Right, so he goes fine. to his apartment to look for it. And uh, finds it. He finds it. He didn't actually turn it in. He took it, but he forgot to turn it in. Right. He just, you know, folded it up, put it in his bag, and just walked out. Because he was in a huff that day. Because he's in a huff every day. Every day! Yeah. And so he feels (sighs) soups chagrined. Soups chagrined. (laughs) That, to me, it sounds like a French dish. Yeah, it does. Soups chagrined. (laughs) Yes, please, but chives. (laughs) (laughs) 
soup chagrin. What am I going to do with you? Um, so his uh, ever-suffering roommate slash uh, eternal crushed on Dom. Dom. Uh, his name is Dominic. Uh, yeah, his name is he's, Dominic. He's, he's not, not his a... eternal crushed on Dom. <laughs> his name is Dominic. His can name I, is Dominic, yes. Can I point something out really uh-huh. fast? So one thing that I did really appreciate is that Ben and Dominic met by hooking up. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, I actually had a really, like, the sex wasn't, the sex was fine, but I really enjoy hanging out with you. So then they became best friends. Right. And, like, that definitely happens with gay sure. guys. But, so, Ben is, like, living on his last dime, just trying to get through college so he can get a job. Why the fuck does he have a two-bedroom apartment? Uh, yo no say. Because it doesn't, it never mentions an ex-roommate. It's just like, oh, well, when they became close and Dominic's lease came up, like, Dom moved into his extra bedroom. It's like, bitch, you're not good with money. Why do you have a two-bedroom apartment all by yourself if you have no money? Yeah, not good with money. Um, also, uh, utterly unkind. Terrible. So, um... Selfish. Everything is about him. Everything is about him. So he's freaking out. He finds the Mm -hmm. test and he's sad face, sad face. Mm -hmm. And Dom wants to cheer him up and is like, hey, I'm going to this party. Why don't you come to this party? And just like, be chill. And he's like, I don't know. I'm too sad for things. (laughs) I don't like parties. Right. But, so he goes. He's going to go to this party. I'm going to rewind just a little bit so that we meet Professor Coyle. Professor Peja Coyle. Yes. He's a very handsome man who's mostly shy, doesn't like looking people in the eye, and specifically doesn't like looking his male students in the eye because he kind of got into a hot situation with a student in his previous school where they didn't actually do anything. That student just found out he was gay and then was blackmailing him, saying that he was going to tell the administration that they had an affair. Yeah. Which they didn't do. That student was just a terrible person. Yes. So uh, Professor Peter Coyle doesn't want to have any any relationships at all with any of his students, period. And he was not at all turned on by... <laughs> By Ben and his tantrum. screaming tantrum shenanigans. Although he did think that Ben was cute. Yeah, he's like, oh, that's an attractive young but man. This is an attractive he's young man. He's my student. Nope, 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 nope. Nope, nope, nope. So, the party. Oh, it's a sex party? Yeah. It is a fabulous pool sex party. Oh my god. Thrown by the gayest gay, Thorn. Thorn. <laughs> who has more money than he knows what to do with. So Lives he in likes this throwing mansion. Orgies. They're, they're in Studio 54. <laughs> in, in, in his a, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, this is this was like East Coast, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, so I don't his, know where like it doesn't matter. It felt um, like Palm Springs. It did a little bit. Like <laughs> Yeah, the weather was really nice. Well, and he had constantly. a cabana. Yeah. Like, it was it was like an outdoor pool. Yeah, with, it's like, an outdoor pool with a hot door like, hot tub. Multiple like private rooms. Yeah, so people because there's a rule, a house rule, no body fluids in the pool or the hot tub. Oh, so come if you on. so if you hook up if you start hooking up with somebody in the pool or the hot tub, get out you go just, to a cabana. You just go to one of the little little cabanas and go fuck over there and then come back. <laughs> Christine's like mm. I think it's very well organized. I thought so too. I, I like he appreciate- served lots of drinks. He ser- yeah, he would like Hey, person, I don't know. This is my impression of you. Here's the perfect drink for you. Like he was, he was like anti mame. Like he, he was it, great. He I seemed loved like it. super fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
this is where both our main characters end up at the same time. Mm-hmm. So there's the professor getting hot and heavy with some young thing in the pool. Mm-hmm. And here's our... Here's, asshole student. And here's our asshole student who's like... And his best friend who seems so nice. Dom Dominic is so nice. Is so nice. So ben's, and he's tall and rugged and redheaded. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Ben sees like... This, Christine just pointed at me and gave a knowing, knowing shake of the head. This is... I mean, yes. Yes. So Ben sees a handsome man in the pool, sees... From behind. From like, behind. That's a nice And is like, oh, I want to get with that. And then sees that it's Professor Coyle and is like, ah, oh, shit. Oh, all my weird feelings i am definitely going to watch things happen so he just follows them to the cabana and watches them get off without uh, them knowing without them knowing through the window um another dude comes up and is like hey you want to suck me off while you watch that or well like i'll suck you off while you watch that and he's like yep yeah <laughs> yeah sounds good yeah also uh peter's hooking up with a much younger man Right, so not a student. A twinky like, little thing. He, not one of his students, but like, student-aged, definitely. Yeah, I and think I actually didn't write that guy, that kid's name. Scotty. I literally wrote him down as Evil Twink. We find out later his name is Scotty, <laughs> but he's kind of an evil twink. Um, and and Professor Coyle is like, maybe if I fuck this young kid, I will, I'll stop thinking about ben Lecle- Benjamin Leclerc. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Right. So now we have to wait. So they both are they... trying to use sex to work through their issues. Right. And they have to have another meeting because Ben has found the test and mm-hmm. realized that he was wrong mm-hmm. and must apologize. Mm-hmm. So he meets in the office. Mm-hmm. Is that the one where they fuck? Yeah, I think like, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he comes into the office, apologizes. Mostly, mostly. He's like, mostly. it's mostly your fault, but also it's kind of my fault. But then he also was like, I... I like I know that you could assume that I just copied this from someone else, so I like wrote an extra essay. Mm-hmm. And Professor Coyle's like, he's not a lit major. He needs this to graduate. He obviously like is showing a good faith effort. Yeah, I'm gonna pass the kid. Yeah, he he, he tried. Yeah, I'll pass the kid. It's fine. It's and then fine. it's like, okay, we don't have to worry about anything ever again. But right. then Ben just can't stop thinking about Professor Coyle. Right. Can't stop thinking about Professor Coyle. And then they start um, a hot and sexy affair, sort of. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hot That scene in the office was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. here's another thing about Ben. He is obviously a sub and is unsatisfied with his sex life because he has never communicated to anyone that he's a sub. It's like, yeah. that's your own fault. He's like, oh, all the guys in this town just lie there while I do all the work. It's like, you need to have this conversation. You need to express your wants. And this happens all the time. Yeah. Like, on all the apps. Where it's like, oh, maybe sexy times will happen. And it's so easy. Just like, what are you into? And you just go from there. It's the easiest conversation in the world to have. But he's like, no, I can't tell anyone that this is what I want. I expect them to read my mind, and then I'm going to be disappointed when they don't. Yep. Fuck off, Ben. Yeah, fuck off, Ben. Ugh. So here's the thing. The main, uh, so the main problem is that Ben is a student, and Professor Coyle's a professor, and his professor, mm-hmm. and has moral reasons, but also scaredy cat reasons that he shouldn't be with a student Mm -hmm. like he might get fired something might happen like what if ben tries to use this against him all of those kinds of things which are all valid all valid and he tries to stop the physical 
But Ben just, like, forces himself on right. him, essentially. Yes. He, but, like, locks himself in the office right. with him. And see, here's the thing. And one of the reasons why I hated Ben the most is because graduation is in a couple weeks. Yeah. They say that throughout the book. It's a couple of weeks. He just needs to wait a couple of weeks. And he refuses to. Categorically refuses. And then even when, so, like, they have an honest conversation about their feelings. Like, Mm -hmm. I really like you. You really like me. I actually do want to, like, follow this. I want to see where it goes. I think we should date. Professor Coyle's like, can we wait until after graduation? And it's like, no. Yeah. And, like, Ben is, like, at first he's like, I guess we will have to. And then he's, and Professor Coyle was like, I'm not going to email you. I'm not going to reach out. We're just, that's it. Like, just for a couple of weeks. We have to keep this clear. Just for a couple of weeks. And Ben's like, cool. But then he leaves and he's like, fuck that guy. (laughs) Fuck that guy. He's the worst. And then, is that when he, um... Like, the last day, the last day, he sends Professor Coyle an email and is like, ugh, well, I don't know if you're finally over your stupid thing, but fuck you, man. And it was like, Right, and is that the night that he goes to the bar and he sees that Dom is with Scotty, and yeah. then he's suddenly jealous of both of them? Yeah, and then, and well, then, because he and, and Dom, Dom had that huge fight. Yeah, and Dom had oh, already. So Dom was like, "I earlier I brought you to the party because I like wanted to hook up again. I thought we could because like I have this huge crush on you." And Ben's like, "Oh." I don't feel the same way. And then he got drunk and pissed off about Professor Coyle. So he's like, let's have sex, Dom. And Dom's like, you're kind of drunk. And he's like, no, fuck me right now. And then he tried to like force him into having rough yeah. sex, which is not what Dom is into at all. No. And there's a point where in Ben's head where he's like, I'm, I'm potentially ruining my friendship. I have a boner, so oh well. Yeah. Fuck me, Dom. It gets, <laughs> and it gets like, way rapey. And yeah. Dom's like, Dom has to push Ben off of him yeah. hard enough that Ben falls to the floor and almost hits his head. Yeah. And, and then the Ben's like, finally, let's get... And Dom's like, what the and, fuck is wrong with you, and bro? And Dom is, like, heartbroken because not only was this, like, a crush, but, like, mm-hmm. his best friend. Yes. And so Dom is like, I'm moving out. He has to move tomorrow. out. Tomorrow. Like, mm-hmm. I can't be here with this. And he's like, oh, but why? Oh, but I need you to help pay rent. And then the next day... This isn't Dom what is I leaving, want, so yeah. why are you doing it? And then the next day, Dom is ben leaving. LeClaire. He's like, what if he didn't actually go and he just like said he was going? And then Tom comes out with his bags. <laughs> yeah. like, okay, bye! Bye. <laughs> and he's like, oh, but I thought you'd change your mind. And Tom's like, why would I do why that? Why would I do that? <laughs> And then it's like, I need a little bit of space for a while. So, like, maybe a month. And Ben throws and a then, fucking fit and again. And Ben's like, I know that he wanted space, but I'm so lonely. Professor Coyle said no again. Other people's feelings don't matter. He's a... Oh, yeah, I couldn't no, stand him. I, all the I wanted to time, set him on fire with I was my like, eyes. See, Peter Coyle, you were into this young man because he's hot. Yeah? You obviously are paying none of the attention because he's a big old brat. He's a fucking asshole. No, yeah. Uh, Can I bring up Tammy? Yes. So Tammy is Ben's like counselor slash department head. Mentor. Mentor, yeah. And she's like, this kid's a a go-getter and he's amazing. He's really good at what he does. And she's like 
setting him up. Like, she invites him to the Dean's dinner that he throws at the end of every year. Uh-huh. And, like, she's setting him, she's like, getting him job interviews, and he's like, that's boring, bleh. I'm like, you shut the fuck yeah. up, bro. And then at the at the Dean's party, she figures out right away oh, yeah. that they're in a relationship, and she pulls Professor Coyle aside, and it's just like, how deep are you in it? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, don't be a fucking idiot. Like, how bad is it? And he's like, oh, you're just, you're just upset that I'm gay, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I'm gay. (laughs) And he's like, what? She's like, yeah, my wife and I moved here like three years ago. Everyone's cool with it. Like, calm the fuck down. And then she's like, you have to wait until after graduation and then write the dean a letter saying, I want to start dating a former student. Just wanted to check in with you. And he's like, yeah, maybe I should do that. And he does. And he does. And it, does, and it, it turns and out. It, it's fine. It's fine. Because Tammy is smart. Yeah. And the dean is like, oh, thank you for letting me know. I appreciate your being forthcoming. Um, are you sure this didn't start before? And he's like, yeah, it did start a little before. He's like, okay. Okay. Well, yeah. don't tell anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the other thing is this book wants to set up this weird... Because it wants us to feel as good about this relationship as possible. I felt icky about it the whole time. Right. Well, Except, like, the, the the sex scenes were pretty hot. Sure. Because it's like, oh, like, they're kind of doing dumb sub stuff and they're both into it. Great. But then the actual, like, relationship part, I was like, I don't... Ben isn't good enough for anyone. No, why is this happening? That's, that's kind of why I felt... See, the thing is, I feel like professor-student relationships happen all the time mm-hmm. and honestly a lot of them start out for very good reasons it's because you see like uh something in each other but there's a reason you're both in this industry mm-hmm. there's like you're both probably smart like you're working together all the time i think they should say probably smart. i mean i don't know who these people are <laughs> <laughs> um i've been a lot of dumb professors and a lot of dumb students. Cool, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there's a lot of good reasons why people get together yeah, yeah, yeah. when they're under these circumstances. And there's a lot of good reasons why they shouldn't. And honestly, the professor always has more power over the student. Mm-hmm. That's like part of the kink is because it's like a power dynamic mm-hmm. that's inherent. So what this book wanted to do was flip it and say that the student actually had more power over the professor because the student had power over their job and their livelihood. Mm -hmm. And it was sort of made me feel icky because it's like saying that a woman, it, it was like saying like a woman who works at a job has more power than her boss because at any moment she could meet to him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's totally how that works. That's right. Totally how that works. Great. Thanks and, society for not being broken. Yeah. Oops. And I, I recognize that there are evil people mm-hmm. who do terrible things mm-hmm. like, you know, try to get other people in trouble and using false premises so that they can have some power and retain power. But the reason we take that so seriously every time is because those people always have more power Mm -hmm. and like turning it around in this book and working so hard and how hard this book had to do that Mm -hmm. made me feel gross (laughs) i i found it interesting just because it was like different from what we expected right but Instead of the professor being gross, Ben was gross. Like, ben was he the was, worst. I he didn't, was gross. I didn't, like, I, like you were saying, I felt like Ben deserved somebody better. 
Peter deserves somebody better. Peter deserves somebody better. Ben, ben deserves worst. nothing. Ben deserves nothing. He deserves to die alone in that two-bedroom apartment he can't afford. <sighs> anyway, sex anyway, party. The uh, other thing was about, but about Professor Cole, I will have to say this. Despite the fact that he was being so careful, not dating a student, mm-hmm. the thing is, near campus, he did go to a sex party. Yeah. A known sex party with individuals who were from the school. Yeah. Now, now, here's the headline. Two headlines next to each other. One, professor dates student after student graduates. Or two, professor known to go to sex parties where <laughs> students are. Uh-huh. Which of these do you think Professor Coyle is maybe worse? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can we talk about Scotty really fast? Yes, please. So Scotty's the the evil twink that Professor Coyle hooks up with, and then Dom starts dating, uh-huh. and Ben's like, he's such a fucking slut. I hate that guy. He's such a slut. And he's like, oh, he has things that I want, so obviously he's a terrible person. And I'm like, you're overreacting, Ben. You're being terrible. And then it turns out that Scotty's not a good person. But no. then this book is like, how do we make it so we know for a fact that he's not a good person? Drug addiction. Right. That means he's a bad person. Well, but see, no, here's the thing. Us. This is the thing that I really loved, hated, loved. So good. Ben finds this out and cannot fucking wait to tell Dom. He like, and he's like, Dom, ugh. that evil little thing that you're dating right now. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Pill addiction. And Dom's like, Yeah, I know. It's been hard. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I guess I have to take him home and kind of deal with it. Yeah. Meanwhile, because ben Dom was, is the best. Because ben was like jerking off, telling him like, oh yeah, <laughs> Scotty's the <laughs> asshole I always thought he was. I'm right. <laughs> like Ben, you're a garbage person. Yeah. Stop it. And then in the epilogue, they've been dating for six months, and Professor Coyle proposes to him. <laughs> Fuck off! I hated this book. Yeah, it was I very loved angry. Dom. And Tammy and Professor Coyle was pretty great. I know, honestly, Professor Coyle was an interesting fella. He was great. Also, one tiny little thing. Um, it was an interpreting literature class, and he had a textbook. I'm like, no, that class, <laughs> that class doesn't have a textbook. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Anyway. Is that it? That's it. That's it. That's it. Dear Obsessed, a dark romance thriller, Dirty Letters, Book One by Dory Laval. His name is Judson Devereaux. They say he's toxic, that falling for him would be a mistake. I want to believe them. I want to walk away. But Judson's words seem to be written on my soul. He wasn't sending letters to me. Yet the moment I came across them in my dorm room, I found myself falling in love with the man behind the words. They slide off the page and wrap themselves around my body so tight I can hardly breathe. They touch me in places I never knew existed. Judson Devereaux is my downfall, and I am his prisoner. I'm hooked on him and can't let go. I am, am I strong enough to survive this twisted game of danger and obsession? Asterisk. This trilogy contains sexual content, dark themes, and violence that could trigger emotional distress in readers. This book was previously titled Midnight Scent, Amour Toxique, book one. That's what the book says it's about. Uh Uh-huh. What is this book about? So, I mean, 
that's pretty accurate. <laughs> um, okay, so lights up on Ivy. Uh huh. Who is a virgin and a former model. Yep. So, like, that's where we're starting from. No. Strap in, kids. That is not where we're starting from. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the very first scene is this man and woman having dinner, and he's like, She'll do anything I want. She does everything I say. And then she hangs herself. <laughs> and we never find out who these people are. Never find out who they are. They don't have names. Like, anything. It's, it's the moodiest fucking scene, and it sounds so horrific. So. This man is like, she's so fucking amazing. God, her red her. hair makes me come just by looking at and it. And I love her ass. And then um, she uh, refuses to eat the food he made. Uh-huh. And is like, obviously sad times. And is like, I'm, I'm going to go up to my room. And he's like, you'll find something I left for you there. Put it on. And I'm like, ugh, this is all gross. And yeah, and then he's like, he, he goes up to the bedroom and she's hanging from the crystal chandelier that's in the bedroom. And that's the end of that. We don't get their names. We don't know who these people are. We don't are. know who they are. It never comes up again. It's off, It feels like a flash forward. Yeah. But a very awkward one considering all the things yeah, that happen next. I know. Like, oh. or, or a flashback to like something we're going to find out later. I don't... In some other book I'm not going to read. Yeah, sure. <laughs> anyway, so that happens. And then we land on Ivy. Who's a virgin and a former model. Um, So I'm just like, good already. But I will say she was a model in her like late teens, early 20s. And it was like her mom forcing her essentially. Mm -hmm. And she was just like, this isn't what I want to do. So she like got a scholarship got into school, and she's, like, putting herself through school, doing what she... I forget what her major is. Uh, interior design. Interior... Yeah? Yep. Okay. Um, her roommate is a photography design... Or is a photography... Oh, major. great. Her roommate, Chelsea. Um, who's dating Neil? Who's dating Neil? I'm in the book! <laughs> we never see him. Also, he cries after sex. Yep. Because of Catholic guilt. That's not me. <laughs> That's not me at all. <laughs> By the way, man, Neil doesn't cry after sex. <laughs> mm, tell your friends. Uh, I very specifically don't cry after sex. <laughs> anyway, so I appreciate that Ivy is like putting herself through school, but did she need to be a virgin? No. Like, I don't buy it. I don't buy it at all. Nope. You know she's done coke and she's fucked at least three guys. I mean, that would like, make more. It would make me feel better about her as a real well-rounded character. Yeah. Anyway, so Ivy and Chelsea are just moving in to their new dorm. Yes. It's the beginning of the semester uh, or the no, year. No, it's not. It's- oh, that's right. Their dorm flooded. Yep. So they got put into a new dorm that had been unoccupied. I suppose. No, it had previous- been occupied recently. Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so while they're unpacking and Ivy's putting her stuff together, she finds a bundle of letters hidden under her mattress. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, it's addressed to this girl, like Jennifer? Yeah. Jennifer. Like, oh, we don't know who she is. She must have, like, been the last person to live in this dorm. Whatever. Rip. Read, 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 read. Like, they, they have compunctions about it for like two minutes and then they're like oh we gotta read this and they're all sex letters they're all sex letters from this guy JD who's just like I can't stop thinking about you 
blah, blah, blah. Like, kind of, like, it's written in such a way that if you wanted to get these letters from someone, they'd be super romantic. But if you didn't want to get these letters, you would call the police. Like, yep. it was it was a very fine line that these... And then it was, especially, like, later on, it was like, you haven't responded to my letters. You can't ignore us. I feel you inside me. Blah, blah. And it's just like, oh, no, things are... Things did not go well with Jennifer and JD. No. It became obvious that Jennifer did not want to be involved anymore and felt the need to just, like, not respond. So while this is happening, Chelsea's like, my boyfriend Neil cries after sex and insists that we have to get married. I don't want to get married yet. I'm, like, 23. What is he talking about? Chelsea has a very interesting romance that we don't get to know about that happens off screen. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's also this kid, Milton. No, oh, he's the worst. He's the worst. He's he's basically like, hey, Ivy, let's hang out. And she's like, no. And he's like, you'll change your mind. And she'll be like, no, thanks. Oh, my God, was I too mean to him? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm like, no, you need to put your foot down, girl. Be like, well, she leave does. me alone. I feel like she does all she the time. She doesn't. She doesn't. She, she's like, well, not right now. I'm not interested in dating right now. Be like... I think you're gross. Leave me alone. Well, she's she, well, she she'll start she'll say something like that's really brusque and like very like pointed and go, Milton, I'm not interested. I don't like you that way. Please stop following me. I don't and asking questions. I'm not going to. And he's like, oh, and she's like, oh, I'm sorry for being so pushy. And you're like, oh no. no just anyway. I mean, he he tries to force a kiss on her. Yeah. So all this is going on while. Uh, Ivy's reading these letters. Apparently there are like six million of them because it takes her like three weeks to read them all. Like for the next few chapters, it's like, oh, and then I pick some letters I hadn't read yet. I'm just like, how many fucking letters are there? And then I'm imagining this mattress and how one corner of it is like three feet higher than the rest (laughs) of the bed. It's like, ooh, they're hidden. We can't see them. Anyway, and then she starts to fall in love with the man who wrote the letters. Obviously. Right. And then <laughs> Christine made a face. And then we come to find out that JD is actually Judson Devereaux, who, surprise, surprise, isn't French. He's American. Like, it, <laughs> I know they say it goes that out like... of the way to say that. Like, no, no American people have French last names. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, he's from Louisiana. Well, fuck yeah, he has a French name. What are you talking? Anyway. So, he, but he's in jail right now because. Now, okay, find out he's in jail, and I'm like, for murdering someone, and it's like, oh no. Um, They think he murdered that lady. That's right. I'm like, oh, they think he murdered that lady, but it was a suicide. They don't know it was a suicide. No. That's not that, it That at thing all. hasn't happened They're yet. not related in <laughs> any way, shape, or form. it happened at some other time. <laughs> or to some other people. It doesn't matter. Who knows? That thing doesn't matter that we read. <laughs> it doesn't come up yet. So, the story is that he dated this student. She decided to end it. He was obsessed with her. The student started started dating another student, some guy. And then, according... And then Judson, Professor Devereaux, reported that the student had raped her. And then the student ended up dead with his penis cut off. He died from blood loss. Like he bled out after from his, his penis crotch. was cut off. In a lecture hall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so everyone's like, well, obviously he did it. 
And then meanwhile, he's like, of course I didn't. I cared about her. Well, he and- raped her. And even if I did do it, he deserved it. Okay, and Neil, and I don't know yes. if you feel the way I do, but as a sometimes mystery reader, mm-hmm. like there's this point where you're like, oh, well now there's a mystery. Right. Because we've heard like differing sides. Yeah. And as a mystery reader, I'm like, oh, obviously he didn't do it. He was right. set up. He was angry. He, like, this guy didn't rape the girl, but he didn't actually kill him. It was Milton. Like, that's kind of where my mind went right. right away. Also, this book wants us to understand why Evie, Ivy is attracted to Professor Devereaux. Who's currently in prison. Right, right. So it's like, oh, so it's them sort of figuring it out. And like, yeah, he's obsessive, but he's not a murderer. But then Ivy gets to the last letter. And the last letter, Judson says, if you don't write me back or contact me by March 20th, I will kill myself. And Ivy's like, well, that's bad. Suicide that's in like is three bad. days. It's in three days. I need to let him know that Jennifer's missing and that she didn't even get this letter. But first. So he shouldn't commit suicide. She does the smart thing. Yes. She goes to her guidance counselor and was like. And hands over the letters. And it's like, this is the situation. And like, I don't know what to do. And the guidance counselor's like, okay, I can't talk about anything that happened. But I appreciate that you brought this to my attention. Uh, and Ivy's like, can I, like, I feel like I should let Jennifer know. And the counselor's like, I can't tell you where she is. Because she left school. Like, Jennifer felt unsafe enough that she left, as far as we know, she left the state. And so the guidance counselor's like, thank you. The, you did the right thing. Like, I'm sorry this happened. I'm here if you need to talk. And she specifically says, please don't think this man is going to commit suicide. Because it's emotional manipulation. It's also not your responsibility. Yeah. Also, he's a manipulative person. Like, Let this go. Let this go. Let this go. Is Ivy the type of girl to let that go? What do you think? Hell no! This was a third Don't of the way into... do girl! <laughs> this was a third of the way into the book. So obviously she didn't let it go. No! So then Chelsea finds out that she still has the letters. And it's like, girl, that's a really bad idea. And I was like, I know, but... So but what I does need she to do? masturbate to some. I know, right. <sighs> Girl, just watch porn like the rest of us. Or, uh, anyway. Um, so, Ivy decides to write Judson, that name, Judson uh, no, Devereaux. It's worse than Jackson with an X. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> Things I never thought I'd say. But I feel like they wrote Jackson with an X and then we're like, ooh, Jackson with an X, Devereaux with an X. Mm. Yeah, because people might say Jackson Devereux. Yeah. <laughs> because they have to. <laughs> So anyway. Ivy writes him a letter being like, hey, I, like, I just wanted to let you know, like, shouldn't kill yourself. <laughs> and then he writes back. He's like, who the fuck are you? And then she writes back being like, well, I was just trying to look out for you. Blah, blah, blah. And then basically that's when he's like, oh, I can manipulate this bitch, too. Oh, yeah. And then the creepiest letter. Oh, by the way, are you Ivy, who was the model? I can't believe you're writing to me. And it's like, girl, run, run. run. Um, and then he manages to get hold on a cell phone. So they like text and they talk. Uh-huh. And so this whole book is basically her being like, 
I shouldn't, but my pants tell me I should. No, it's a bad idea. What's that vagina? Fucking silly, I guess. Yeah, she has a an extended has- fantasy about having sex with him in his cell. So, there are several sex scenes in this book, but they're all her fantasies and dreams. Right. There's no actual in-person sex. But those scenes, like get into it and yeah. I appreciated that they were like if this were a different group of people I'd be or a different pair I'd be like these things are really hot yeah some of some of the letters I hated but some oh, of the yeah. letters were a little hot no um, I'm I'm thinking no, specifically no I'm her. also yeah, saying okay. like I'm doing the, all of them oh okay so some of the letters were hot I didn't uh-huh. find all of them hot um the her fantasies were real out there and yeah. real hot. Yeah, yeah, those super sexy. Yeah, there was one. It was in the the prison cell, and there's one point where the guard was watching or something. Yep. And she was like, "Yeah, sure, okay." No. And she woke up and she's like, "Why are my panties wet?" Yeah. It's like, girl. So like, good for you. Like, go get some. Yeah, that that type but, of fantasy is super fine, but, but don't like, actually also write him. Don't. Yeah. And then don't go see him in prison several times. Several times. And then and then there are points where she's like, I, I just need to call it off. So she like stops responding and then his texts and like voicemails get really like, You're gonna regret this. Yeah. It's like red flags all over the place. And he knows where she lives. Yeah. He knows her address. The funniest thing though was when she was like, How did he know my phone number? And I was like, He's calling your dorm. where his ex-girlfriend was yeah (laughs) yeah he knows where you are yeah because yeah you you told (laughs) yeah so then eventually she's like maybe i shouldn't uh meanwhile chelsea has agreed to marry neil Uh and ivy has agreed to go out with milton right so basically the moral of the story is guys wear down women and eventually they'll say yes yep like, it bothered me so much. Like, Chelsea was very... At the beginning, she was very adamantly like, I'm in college and I'm young. I don't want to get married right now. And getting married so that he doesn't feel guilty about us having sex anymore, that's a stupid reason to get married. Five chapters later, we're engaged! Because sure, why not? Because sure, why the hell not? Like, and Milton, awful, 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 awful. Um, I guess we'll go out. And then, so, yeah, because there's one point where, like, I think, if I remember correctly, he kind of stopped pressing her. It yeah. was kind of like, okay, let's just hang out. So he was just, like, being a decent guy. Right. He, like, bare minimum decent human being. And she's like, oh, this means I should date him now. Right. No, Ivy, it doesn't. It does not. And also, the date is immediately creepy. Here's the thing, everybody. Everybody. You're going on a first date with a guy. It shouldn't be to a secluded location where he's going to have a car pick you up and drive you to, but not tell you where it's going to be. This is not a good first date. Good news is we never get there because she's kidnapped by the now out-of-prison Judson. (laughs) Yeah, so... He's front page news. Yeah. But then when he gets out of prison, it's not in the news. Like, she's constantly checking the news to see maybe he killed himself, maybe he's on trial, blah, blah, blah. And then he gets out of prison. Like, she checked earlier that day. Yeah. And was just like, oh, it's fine. And then he's there. And she's like, 
how did you get out of prison? And it's like, don't worry about it. And then they drive off into the sunset, and that's the end of the book. Well, it's definitely, she's like, oh, oh. I don't want to uh, be here. I do not want this to happen. Oh, oh, God, get me out of this car. Book is over. End of the book. Oh, yes, yeah, she is not happy to be there. And no. now we've ended the book. She's being kidnapped. She's being kidnapped. She's being abducted. And now I can only assume at some point she's the lady who is who? hanging from that the chandelier. chandelier. And he's the husband? Because that's the first thing he said. He's like, we're going to our house. And she's like, I don't have a house. And he's like, no, you live with me now. <laughs> and she's like, oh, oh. What, what about college? She's like, you don't need college anymore. You don't need college. I'll take care of you. I have money. And she's like, that's just the situation I left. Because she left her mom for pretty much the same reasons. And uh, and, and he's like, baby, we'll be together forever now. And she's like, ugh, I'm in over my head. <laughs> End of the book. End of the book. And I can only assume it continues in the next book, and I don't want to know what happens. I want to... I want to know. I want someone to tell me. I want someone... It's like the mermaid books. I want to know what happens, but I don't want to have to read it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, listeners, if you have read the books, just, like, tell us what happens. You can spoil it for us. That's fine. That's what we're all about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Oh, so that's that. Goodness. Is that all? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think it. the only thing we didn't talk about was her relationship with her mother, which is fraught because her mother. Her founded, mother also manipulates her, right? And founded a modeling agency based on For how beautiful her. her daughter was, and then when her daughter quit modeling, like now has no money and tries to get her back, and then just disowns her when the daughter's like, "No, I want to go to interior design school," and all I keep thinking is like, she may later want to go back to modeling. Yeah. <laughs> Just give it some time. Anyway, that's that book. That's that book. Okay. Okay. Claire. Yes. Guess what it's time for. <gasps> Is it our favorite time? It's our favorite. Well, it's our second favorite time. Oh. Time to fuck, Mary kill. Yay! Yay! My favorite time is Christine Guess. <gasps> which will also, which will happen later. I'm yes, sure. yes, 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 yes. Okay. Uh, do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Okay. Neil. Yes. Fuck, Mary kill. Yes. Paulette. Who is uh, Paulette Stevens? She's actually the um, the counselor. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I was like, who the fuck is Paulette? She's Ivy's Ivy's counselor, counselor right? Who I, if I remember correctly, she's a woman of color. Uh huh. And she's just like on her shit. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. also super cool. Like one time, uh, Ivy walks in and she's like leaning against her desk and like eating an apple. Like what? Hey, yeah. There was there was a there was a moment that was like. Maybe she should just fuck Paulette. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Paulette wouldn't because that's inappropriate. Right. But, yeah. Be wiser. Okay. Anyway. Paulette. Paulette. Uh-huh. Dom. Uh-huh. Or uh, Ben's mentor. Tammy. Tammy. Oh. So it's all the smart people. <laughs> all the smart, well-adjusted people who, like, know how to conduct themselves as human beings. Yes. I want to marry all of them. I know. <laughs> That's why I mean, this is hard. I know. Okay. Okay. You can do this. I believe in you. I think I'm going to marry Dom. Okay. Because he was really sweet. He did seem really sweet. He also was like very helpful. He also yeah. uh, had enough money that he could put a down payment on an apartment right away. Yeah. Well, because he's working. Right. He's not a student. He's... And he's like, it's not construction, but it's something like construction. Like, it's a big, beefy dude job. And he's a redhead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
And he's just so nice. Yeah. He gets into relationships a little too quickly. He does. At, by the end of the book, he's dating somebody else. They've only been together three months and they're already living together. Right, but I think that person's like sounds really nice and well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now that Ben is happy, Dom's allowed to be happy too. Ugh, stupid book. <sighs> it, it, Angry. Angry. Anyway, so I'm going to marry Dom. I'm going to fuck Tammy. Uh-huh. And I kind of want it to be at the Dean's house party. <gasps> so while everyone else is out on the lawn. And um, Ben and uh, Peter kind of fooled around. They started fooling around. Like, they went indoors. Or was that they were fighting? They were fighting or fucking or both. They kind of the did both yeah, of them yeah, all the yeah. time. Um, like, I yeah. think even one of them mentions it's kind of foreplay at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I, I'd, I'd fuck Tammy. Okay. She was great. Yeah. And she seemed like a lot of fun. And... I would only kill Paulette because between Tammy and Paulette, Tammy, we got to see more of her when she's not at work. Paulette Mm. was very, like, business, which is what Ivy needed. Like, Ivy needed an authority figure who was very, like, not stern, but professional. But also didn't need anything from her. Right, 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 right. And, And wasn't having emotions be any part of their interaction because Ivy's been emotionally manipulated her entire life. So I'm going to sad face kill Paulette because she was Sad face kill Paulette. Yeah. I get it. She was great though. Yeah, she was delightful. She just, she didn't seem super fun to hang out with. No. But maybe she is. Maybe she lets her hair down and she's the best. Oh, I think so. Which is where I'm going because I'm going to fuck her. Yeah, you are. Uh, And in part because of the apple scene. Oh, yeah. Like, I mentioned it because I was like, oh, that's kind of hot. There's no reason, literally no reason for this to happen except Mm. to make her human. But most of the time when you have somebody eat an apple, it's a cliche, cliche trope that they're, they're... like bad somehow. Yeah, they're evil, um, or they're a jackass or, or they're something. Sexy. Well, it's because they're the type of person who's going to eat in public while they're walking. <laughs> How dare they? How dare they? And be so casual, and it's an apple. It's so weird. It's so what, they probably just leave that core wherever yeah, they are. It's when a they very weird it. trope. I love it to death. Well, I mean, you know, the Bible. The Bible, but That's I why. think That's why. But. Regardless, <laughs> I love her, and I'm going to fuck her. Yeah, and I'm sure. also going to marry Dom. He's so great. Uh, a sweet redhead. Who knows what he's doing? Who knows what he's doing yeah. in life? Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, that means I'm going to kill Tammy. Okay. Um, but also, I do feel like, yeah, she's on her game. She's super smart, mm-hmm. um, except for the fact that she stands behind Ben at all. <sighs> But she doesn't interact with him socially. Apparently. She but just... I feel she must have seen some of his, like, some of his fits. Yeah, she's probably blinded by his sob story. Yeah. And, like, yeah, he he was orphaned at a relatively young age and has had to, like, survive the foster system and take care of himself. And, like, yes, that 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 is an actual struggle. And I'm very proud that he's doing what he wants to be doing. But he's also a garbage person. He's a garbage person. Anyway, Neil, what about you? Uh, okay, so Claire. Uh-huh. Fuck, Mary, kill. Ben. Ivy. Mm. And Jennifer. Ben, Ivy, Jennifer. Okay. Uh, 
and Ivy Jennifer. Okay. So the students who have affairs with you. Right. I am going to marry Jennifer because yeah. she figured it out. She the... figured it out. She's mysterious. We don't yeah. know where she is. She calls Ivy at one point. I was like, I can't tell you where I am. Yeah. She. I think she... I think she intimated that she left the state. Yeah. But beyond that, it's like, we don't know anything about her, so she's very mysterious. Yeah. Because she, she's in fear for her life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she left. Mm-hmm. Uh, she broke up with her professor. She was like, yeah, it was hot and heavy for a while. And then I realized it was a mistake. And he became because, obsessed with me, so I broke up with him. Yeah. And then it got worse, and he killed the guy I was having sex with, and I left the state. Yep. <laughs> I was like, yep. That's what you do. That's what you do. Good job. Yay. We are getting married because you're the smartest person in this <laughs> in this thruple. Um, uh, uh, I'm going to fuck Ben. <laughs> okay. Because he seemed good at it. <laughs> Christine <laughs> is ben, disappointed. Shh, ben, shh, stop talking. Just... I'm just gonna fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you like it hard, and I'm gonna lay you down, and we're just gonna have a very good time, and then I'm gonna walk out of this room and not look back. And set it on fire. Yeah, um, and I'm gonna kill Ivy. Poor Ivy. Oh, but she's so dumb. I know. <laughs> I, I've, I'm not saying that I would always kill all dumb people. Mm. I'm saying Ivy... It's real dumb. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's so easily emotionally manipulative, manipulated, and she, uh, I don't know, she's just trouble. I just didn't like her. I didn't like her character. I didn't think of her as a whole person. She's dumb. I, she, I was like, ugh, you're going to get in bed with a murderer. Oh, <laughs> no. Like, willingly, too. Yeah, yeah. because there, there was a long time where she was like, did you do it? And he's like, I, like. <laughs> the jury will decide. The jury will decide. Like, he never tells her that he didn't kill that guy. Right. It was like, it's pretty easy to say I didn't do it. The jury will decide. Fuck you, man. Ugh. I'm never going... I don't want to ever date someone who's like, oh, the jury's still out. <laughs> what the... Oh, are you on a thing you could tell me about? Ooh. No, no, no. Ugh. Anyway. Okay. You? I'm also going to marry Jennifer. I'm going to fuck Ivy. Okay. Because I... F- something tells me that once she punches her V card, she'll just like... I don't know. So I feel that b- the way this book is going, that once she has sex, she'll be like, I'm an empowered woman now. I don't know. Maybe. That's what I'm hoping. I don't know. I don't think so, but I don't, I don't think know. so either. And then I'm going to kill Ben. Okay. A lot. He also slut shames people for being at the same party that he was at and got blown by a stranger at. Oh, yeah. That's... He's, hip- he's a hypocrite. He's terrible. He's a gross hypocrite. He doesn't. He, he also no can't else. hold his liquor. He got, like, drunk after half a drink. Because he never we've drinks had, because he's working so we've hard. We've had a large we've had a uh, pint whiskey. Of, yeah. We didn't have a pint of Not whiskey. Not a pint of whiskey. A pint of boozy Arnold Palmer's. When we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, all that cheese. All that cheese. Ooh. Anyway, Ben's the worst, and I hate him, and he deserves to die. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay. Um, of all the characters. Of all the characters. Claire. Yes. Who would you fuck? Who would you marry, and who would you kill? Mm, I am going to fuck uh, Professor Peter Coyle. Sure. That sounds like fun. Yeah. He's real stacked. Mm-hmm. He's, <laughs> he's a literature professor. Yeah. I like all these things about him. 
Um, no, I, he doesn't sound like a very good one since he doesn't engage with his students while, while he lectures. No, no. Um, no, but that's fine. Okay. Um, and I'm going to marry Thorn. Yeah, fair. So fun. Has <laughs> parties all the time. He gives great advice. He knows what he you're supposed to really be drinking. Yeah. He knows all the funnest people. Yeah, that's we're, fair. We're getting married. It's Yay. gonna be great. It's gonna be the wedding of the century. There, it's just gonna be. Oh God. So gaudy. Yeah. Just gonna be. There's, oh, it's gonna be. You'll amazing. be like a Real Housewife of New Jersey. I love it. <laughs> I'm on board. It's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am going to kill. Ooh, Judson. Yeah. Yeah, it's everybody would be better if he wasn't around. Yeah. Like that's fair. every like say I'm um, save Ivy from herself. Poor Jennifer can come back to school. Oh, it's true. <laughs> she had to disrupt her entire life. Her entire life. Um, and I, I think it'd just be better if he wasn't around. Yeah. He's also terrible. Yeah. All done. Yeah. Unless in the next book we find out he didn't kill anybody. But even if he didn't, I hate him. But even if he didn't, he did just abduct someone. I still say it could be Milton. It could have been Milton. Sure. Somebody tell us. Oh my god! Make it so we don't have to read these books where we still find out what happens. (laughs) God, I might read these books. (laughs) Good. Um, I would fuck Dom. Uh Uh-huh. I would marry Tammy. I loved her. She was just the scene with her and Peter where Peter's like, well, you're just upset because I'm gay. But she's like, I'm gay. I'm super gay. I have a wife. Get your shit together. I know. It's just like... Also, like, I feel like Peter has to have... Like, you have to go out of your way to not know who the other gay professors are at, like, a small town college. Yeah. Like... How do you not know this? And yeah, they're in different departments, well, but I also they know who like, the other is because well, it's a small faculty. Right, and I also, well, obviously it means Peter's like, and I think Tammy points this out, is like, you tried not at all to to know to get to know me. It's true. But uh, Tammy also says like, she's not, she's out, but she's also not like out. It's nobody's business. Yeah. Like, she yeah, doesn't yeah. walk around like saying, this is my wife all the time. Like, because she knows that she's working in a semi-conservative industry yeah which is sad for her but she's also like so i don't like advertise it but i'm also not in the closet right i bet she and the other queer professors have like a monthly drinks night and i bet it's so much fun i bet they bitch about peter coyle all the time all the time (laughs) that icy bitch (laughs) all he does all his students he reads books he works out and he goes to thorns that's it. Uh, maybe Thorne hosts the queer professors. Oh, he does. Oh my god, that'd be so amazing. And he tells all the Peter's secrets to them. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh my god, I went over to Peter's house the other day. They're like, tell! tell. Oh, I want that book. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> so like, sometimes when the when the authors do like a, a follow-up novelette, like we have with the vampires, yeah, where yeah, it was yeah. just them planning a goddamn wedding, I don't care. I want... All the queer professors over at Thorne's house talking shit about Peter and Ben's wedding. 
I want that so bad. Oh my god. Oh my god. I Darian want, Cox, please write that. I want them to like be bitching about it. Like, so he comes over to our parties, fucks one kid, and then leaves. Cause he you know he never talked to anybody else at that party. Mm-hmm. You know he was not like social or fun. He was just like, just need to get laid. That one. Right. So he wasn't actually fun at the party. He wasn't. Even though the party's full of queer people and like sex positive people. It was like, I don't need a community. Yeah. Fuck off, Peter. Fuck off, Peter. Anyway. Uh, and then I'm going to kill Ben. Okay. Because he is the worst. And more than that. So, like, yes, Judson is also a bad person. But this book wants us to know that he's a bad person. Ben's supposed to apparently deserve all the things that he gets. Like, that that's the point of this romance, right? That, like, oh, Ben works so hard and he, like put himself out there and now he gets to marry this hot professor. Yeah, I don't feel like he changed over the course of the book. He didn't change he didn't over the course. become more no. calm. He didn't um, become irrational. He didn't understand things better. No, he didn't learn to care about other people. It was always about what he wanted mm-hmm. and nobody else was allowed to have a thing that he wanted or be happy when he wasn't happy. Right. Both him, the character, and the narrative yep. was reinforcing this yep. and I think that's gross pants. Gross, gross pants. But I still want the follow-up novelette with Tammy and the other professors. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the books, Claire? Um, uh, ooh, I'm going to kill Dear Obsessed slash Slay Toxic something something whatever. Amour Toxic. Oh, which also, is the name of the book she was reading. Right, right, right. Yeah, so... <laughs> Jennifer told her to read it. <laughs> right, no, he, he referenced it. No, because he gave it to her. Right. Okay, 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 okay. So the the book was originally called whatever, whatever, Amour Toxique, because in Dear Obsessed, there's a point where when Jennifer calls Ivy, and she's like, oh, you should read the book Amour Toxique. And it's, it's, it's basically story of O, essentially. And apparently when Jennifer and Judson started dating... Judson gave it to her and was basically right. like, this is what we're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay. <laughs> I guess. And I'm sure he he did it in such a way as like, oh, it's French literature, so it's so romantic and it's like an expression of true love and whatever, whatever. Well, but since it, this book goes out of its way to say that Judson is not French, because Judson says he's not French, it right. makes me think that he is French and the book is based on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he's hiding. Yeah, yeah. I I don't want him to know that I'm French. My new last name is Devereux. <laughs> sure, good job, guy. No, no, he kept his last name. He was a Judson. <laughs> my name is Jean Luc, but now I will be Judson. <laughs> anyway, okay, and seducing Professor Coyle. Uh, I think I'm gonna kill it. Okay. I think there was a lot that was really interesting in it. Some of it, I mean, I talked about Me Too stuff that felt gross, but also you're right, like, I did enjoy, like, the flip. Um, I just, I felt like I didn't, neither character was developed enough for me to really, or, like, the society. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it wants me to lean on the idea of our current society to know that that's a true thing. Yeah. But because... I'm coming at it from who I am. I'm like, no, but it's not. But it's not. So, like, I needed more reinforcement that wasn't there. Um, so, I wasn't quite 
on board with the book. I, I give it a lot of points for yeah. a lot of really interesting things. I liked yeah. the sex party, honestly. I oh, liked, it was great. Yeah. Also, Thorne, Dom, and Tammy yeah. are great. Yeah, I didn't... The main couple just didn't do it for me. No, if, if it had been Peter with somebody else... Yeah. Peter who... Would... They didn't have any shared interests. No. Other than sex. So if it had been, like, a lit student who, like... They sort of got to know each other when discussing literature and they would like challenge each other's ideas and like right. stimulate each other intellectually and then each other's prostates. Or even just be like kind of how it started where he's he's he is desperate to graduate. Mm-hmm. He has been working for a really long time and he has sacrificed a lot to mm-hmm. get here. And unfortunately he didn't take this class seriously. He feels bad about that, but also he's angry. No other professor has ever treated him this way. Like he so he doesn't feel entitled to any treatment except the justice treatment that he's been given so far. Mm-hmm. He goes to the professor. The professor is like pushing back a lot more than he thinks is necessary. He's upset about that. He turns in the correct paper. the The professor sees it, but still isn't pushing. And then they have an argument, but they're both attracted to each other. And then they have sex. And then we have the fallout from that. Sure, that would be interesting as long as. Ben doesn't stay a fucking entitled prick. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't learn anything or improve as a person, but he still gets everything he wants. Like if we spent the rest of the book with him being like, I understand why he can't see me. I want to give him as much space as possible, but now that they know they're attracted to each other, suddenly they realize they're in the same places all the time. Yeah. And like all the sexual tension that they've had sex, they know how good it can be, and like the literature like blooms in a way because it's about sexy things mm-hmm. and he just didn't notice it until now because he's in this like sexually charged uh-huh. like body. And like they're reading Moby Dick and all of a sudden that it's like dick 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 Yeah. And he's like, oh shit. Shit. And then like he sees him at the party and he's like oh god don't walk over to him don't walk over to him and then they turn around and it's like oh my god we didn't even notice that we were standing next to each other yeah but i smell you and i just want to touch you like all that sexual tension of the can't have can't have can't have mm-hmm. tammy invites them both to a dinner party right They're playing footsie under the table we meet her wife who's probably amazing right and they have sex in the bathroom or something, or something. Oh. and thorn is like get it girl and he's like i can't and i'm not going to stop telling me to do it and dom is like don't do it this is a bad this is bad news and he's like i know but i have to like all of that that's that's fun yeah but instead ben's a fucking prick such a garbage okay anyway anyway what about you um so obviously i'm killing both books yeah 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 i'm also gonna kill both books um like if we just took ben out of seducing professor coil and replaced him with almost anyone else (laughs) i'd probably fuck the book like it was enjoyable it was like when i when i was in college i was like oh it'd be so hot to sleep with one of my professors i didn't i had very few attractive professors uh also like i never would have gone through with it because i'm like this is like it's a great thing to fantasize about but like the sheer logistics of it i'm just like no thanks yeah um so I was, like, all on board. I was like, yeah, a professor and a student. And Professor Coyle's relatively young. Yeah. I think he's, like, early 30s? Mid-early 30s. I yeah. don't know. So they're, they're like, not terribly far It wasn't, like, Serve and Protect where he's 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was all on board. But then just, like, Ben was a garbage person. And I didn't want 
them. I didn't want them to be together. I didn't want anything nice for Ben. And then he got all the things that he wanted. Yeah. Um, and then Dear Obsessed. I, I needed more from Ivy other than she wanted to get laid as to why she was so obsessed with the professor. Or if he weren't in prison yet. I and mean, they saw each other. And- I kind of wish like if he had treated her differently than any other boy treats her. Yeah. I would have I would have gone for it. Yeah. But he treats her exactly the same. Yeah. And the only difference was he was a man and they were boys. Yeah. And that was not enough for me. Yeah. It was like honestly if he was like he if she's like I don't know if you know this but I was a former model and he's like we didn't know but that doesn't matter. Like you know, like yeah. I'm, I'm interested. Like, oh, why did you give it up? Oh, because I wanted to go to school. Well, oh, that's great. That's, right. That's or what I was you really upset because, like, so much of her, like, it, the the book builds up. Like, there's so much of her is built on how people see her. Mm-hmm. So much. She's a model and she's fucking gorgeous, mm-hmm. and her whole life is on right. that. But then she so, purposely dresses schlubby. Right. But she starts like a letter writing association with this guy, mm-hmm. and it's like this is perfect. It's not based on her looks. This mm-hmm. is going to be based entirely on her thoughts and feelings and what she cares about. And the very first thing that happens is he's like, oh, are you the model? You're so sexy. And it's like, oh, so there's no reason for me to care. Right. Very right, right. And Chelsea gets worn down by Neil. Ivy gets worn down by Milton. Like, I didn't enjoy any of it. No. And, and it was set up in such a way, obviously, that, like, Milton was who we think she should end up with because he's not a an alleged murderer but he was a fucking asshole yep you know it'd be different if he were nice and she's like oh I'm just not interested and he's like oh you know that's too bad but like then she starts to realize like oh this guy's nice and not in prison and you know but that's not what happens it's the the it's like both both options are terrible yep though of course there's always the option of her just being alone and like Discovering who she is as a person. And just doing school. Without being under her mother's thumb for the first time in her life. Yep. And, like, realizing what it means to be a developed person. But no, she has to... Yeah. You could just go to school. You could just go to school. Because that's why you're there. Yeah. You could just go to school. Anyway. So I'm going to fuck them both. Okay. Yeah. You can kill them both. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yes. Fuck them with knives. <laughs> 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 Uh, all right great so, so that's that player. yes is it now time for our favorite game it's time, for, it time our for our favorite, favorite game, game. christine guess <laughs> okay what are we reading claire all right so the first book is called let's talk about love by claire can uh the second book is called 16th summer by michelle dalton hmm. let's what is it again? Let's talk about love. And 16th summer. 16th summer. I'm going to say radio hosts. Ooh. Wow. That sounds enjoyable. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. It does. <laughs> radio hosts. Yeah. Uh,. I was kind of thinking music too somehow. I think more so let's talk about love sounds like a song. Oh. Uh, oh, yes. let's talk about love, baby. Uh, yeah. Let's I mean it's, it's not uh, yeah, 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 obviously. Yeah. Um <laughs> you know, it's, the, yeah. 
it, yeah, it also makes me feel like I know there's a song called Let's Talk About Love, probably, but it also reminds me of the Bonnie Raitt song. Uh, Let's give them something to, to talk, talk about. about. We don't have the rights to these songs. <laughs> yeah, that's why we did less than 30 seconds. Um, so, uh, and 16th summer. summer. Like, right. It's like a teenager? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I would think like students again. I don't know. It Jesus is. Uh, uh, stu- uh, students is kind of on board. It's summer flings. <gasps> oh. Or summer romances. Oh, like okay. Summer romances. It is like... Summer loving. Summer loving. We don't have the rights. But <laughs> <laughs> it happened so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. So well, next exciting. time we're reading, uh, yeah, summer flings. Summer romances. I never had one of those. When I was um, oh, school. I wanted one so bad. So bad. I spent had... most of my high school fantasizing about one. Oh. Because we went to um, my father's for summers. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I've never had a summer romance and I've never had a showmance. Excellent. No, oh, whatever. It's fine. No, it's sad. I'm not Ben, so I don't get the things that I want. Uh, <laughs> but you're also not terrible. But I'm also not a garbage person. And, or if I am, I'm, I'm charming enough that nobody notices. Neil Higgins, not a garbage person. <laughs> Hear that, boys? I'm not a garbage person, and, and I don't cry after, after sex. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm a Why catch. are you single? <laughs> Why am I single? <laughs> oh God. The world may never know. Okay. All right. I only take three licks. Um. Thank you, Claire. Maybe when you're single. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you, Neil. <laughs> Thank you, Christine. Thank you, Christine. Thank you, authors. Thank you, authors, very much. Thank you, listeners. Oh, thank you, listeners. If you liked what you heard, or didn't like what you heard, go rate and review, star, download, do the things. D- subscribe, tell people. Talk to us on the socials. On the, the we socials. won't talk back. I'm barely on that thing. <laughs> but that's your thing. Uh, okay. It's supposed to be my thing. Okay. It'll be my thing. Okay. Well, until <sighs> next time. Until next time. Keep fucking. Keep fucking. <laughs> we have nothing. <laughs> <laughs>